I think Australia's really ready for this conversation as well. You know, I think over the last couple of years, it's really been building and building. And um, and the album, and the album was called I, Sorry, I, yeah. and this song is called Sorry. Are you up mm. for, for? I'm about to yeah. play it for the first time, and and on Triple M, you'll yeah, be yeah. hearing it more and more. But um, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm guessing that reconciliation is the is the overarching theme. And you said empathy. Are you able to to drill in a yeah. bit more about Sorry, the song? Uh, yeah, hundred percent. So, yeah, so look, it's really funny, Rosie. I wrote this song 15 years ago. It was one of the first songs I ever wrote. Wow. And I've played it every single show I've done for 15 years. I play in over 100 high schools here around Australia yeah. every year. Um, and I just used that as an opportunity. I, mean, I was a school teacher for like a year and a half until I realised that, you know, <laughs> that life is uh, not for me. Um, and, Takes a um, very special person you know to be able to do that. Oh, mate, the teacher, teacher's amazing and I'm not amazing. So <laughs> well, but you can teach that, in but, other ways like um, this, I think. Yeah, and well, then that's the thing is that I go in and play music, but then I talk about Australian history, mm. Aboriginal culture, reconciliation, and really, it's not about going feel sorry for us or or any of that sort of stuff. It's not about going we want to take anything from you or we're different. What it is is that politicians and media try to separate us as humans. They try to have a, an us versus them mentality because it sells papers and it and it gets politicians to have people align with them. But the truth of it is, we're all the same. For us as Aboriginal people, mate, we're the, we're the guys that you play footy with, that you have a beer with, that you work with. We're all one mob, you know. And if you saw the video for, for, for Solid Rock that I did a couple of years ago mm. with Shane Howard, that starts out with Uncle Jack Charles saying, we're one mob, Australians together, living on sacred ground. So this song, sorry, the, the whole lyric of it is about, it's about empathy. It's not about going, we want to blame anyone or we want you to feel sorry for us or any of that stuff. It's just about going... If this had happened to your family, if the history of this country had happened to your family, so things like having your ancestors murdered, having your kids taken away, being told until 1967 that you're not human in the eyes of the law of this country. So up until 1967, my aunties and uncles weren't allowed to vote in an election. Just you disgraceful. Know, up until the early 80s, Aboriginal kids, up until the early 80s, Rosie, Aboriginal kids could turn up to a school, particularly in Queensland and WA, and be turned away based on their Aboriginality. It's you know, it's we were, very hard we as segregated. as a, a you know white urban chick to believe mm. that the country yeah. that I love being in and very happy to be here is just yeah. still capable of doing that thing until such a short yeah, time but, ago. But it's not just us. I mean, every, every country in the world has done it. Yeah, it's just it, it's what the world has done to each other. Yeah. and so it's not about going, hey, this happened to us and it's your fault and we hate you or anything like that. It's just yeah. about going, this stuff happened and it hurt, and mm. there are generational compounds because of that right so this is one of the things that aboriginal people hear often is get over it it was ages ago but you've got to understand what happened in 1900 directly impacted what happened in 1910 and that directly impacted 1920 and so on and so on and i have a saying history connects history connects history to today right so today in australia if you look at the stats and one of the things that i love that i get to do i'm a spokesman for world vision australia because they've been working in aboriginal communities around australia for over 20 years helping kids get educated Mm. helping with health outcomes you know, we've got, a, we've got a life expectancy as Aboriginal people that's over a decade less than everybody else. We're dying of diseases that people in first world countries don't die of. You know, I, I, I play in prisons. If you get on my, on my YouTube channel, you'll see I've just, we just videoed some shows that were Johnny Cash style. That we I saw that on your uh, uh, Facebook too. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah, it's really rad. But, but one of the reasons I go to prisons, Rosie, is because we have an enormous amount of Indigenous Australians in jails and kids. I, I just played in October. I played at a, a maximum security prison for young offenders, right, in Townsville, Queensland, between 10 and 18. So kids as young as 10 in jail, max security prison. Unbelievable. 88 of the 90 kids I played to, 88 of the 90 kids I played to, Rosie, were Aboriginal or Torres Strait Islander. 
Now, it's not like we get born with a gene. God goes, oh, here's, here's Aboriginal kid. We'll give him the criminal gene. That's not what happens. There's reasons for everything that you see on this planet. There's always a reason. And so my thing is going, oh, we don't want to blame anyone. It's not. It's, 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 it just is what it is. But, hey, let's look at the history. Let's look at the reasons why this has happened. And I reckon if you get history helps you have understanding and understanding helps yep. empathy and empathy is what will change our hearts. And you talked before and about us and them and that seems to have been the yep. problem all along. So mm. white mm. versus indigenous and if that continues mm. then there's no way of helping these issues that you talk about, you know, overrepresentation in prisons or um, poor health like if it's an us and them. Yeah. How how do we what what should we do? Is there anything that we can do today? Yeah, absolutely. There's a heap of things we can do. Firstly, we've got, to, we've got to get educated, right? I think part of the problem is that we haven't taught this stuff in schools. I go and do sessions in high schools where I do a, like a 120-minute session, and I'll get teachers afterwards in tears going, I never learned this stuff in school yeah, or uni, exactly. right? So the first thing is let's get educated. For your listeners out there who want to know more about the real history of this country, there's a philanthropist-funded website called australianstogether.org, and it's just people sharing their stories. So if you want to know the reality of, of where we live and why some of the things that are happening, like you know the prison stats and the dying young and all those sort of things, get on australianstogether.org and have a look at some of the DVDs that they've done. It's just awesome stuff. And um, you know, and get on wellvision.com.au because that's something that we can do. You know, it's amazing. Australians, I reckon, are the most generous people on this planet. Like when the tsunami happened, you know, a decade ago or whatever it was. And bushfires, you see it every year. Yep, we are so generous. But I reckon a lot of people don't realise that World Vision Australia have been in Aboriginal communities for over 20 years helping kids get educated. You, you think of them as in other countries mate, and you don't think that yeah, it's happening we, here. And I don't yeah, know if you've seen what but, Pat Cash has been saying this week, that he's been yeah, have, horrified yeah. that he had no idea. Yeah, there's some really hectic stuff going on. And when you get out into communities, but it's not just the outback. I mean, you know, it's, it's in our country towns. And even, like, my mob are from Shepparton and Shuker up there, you know, mm. a lot of our country towns have got issues with kids not turning up at school. And we've mm. got, you know, like, a lot of not just Indigenous people, but generally Australians, there's, there's an ice epidemic and there's all kinds of stuff. But what we can do is, you know, let's look after our backyard. We all, we all give money overseas, and we should, because those kids overseas, they need that money that you give. If you're doing it, I mean, I sponsor a kid in Africa. Yeah. But I reckon some of us can afford to look after our backyard as well as someone else. And probably so, the social issues mate, are common to, I don't want to bring back us yep. and them, but really, social issues yeah. are common to everybody in everyone's community. A hundred percent. And it's not us and them. This is what we've got to understand yeah. is that, you know, the media want you to think it's us and them. But you know what? We are all one mob. Like, we've all, we've all played footy together. We've had a beer together. We've been on building sites together. We've been... You know what I mean? Like, Playing music together, true, sharing music yeah, together. Yeah, absolutely. We've been to St Kilda Fest, jumping up and down <laughs> together. We've. Oh, that was you. You know, man. Like, yeah, that was yeah, that was me. I was the, I was the big the big sweaty dude, just sweating on you. A couple of years ago, you got together with yeah. Shane Howard from Goanna uh, to reimagine. Yeah. Is that a good way of describing it? Yeah, that was a great way of putting it. Reimagined it. It was funny because you guys shared our video two years ago and it went viral on Facebook from your page, from mm. Triple M Rock News page and um and that was a that was a captioned reimagining of Solid Rock, so that's why I laughed. <laughs> but um uh yeah, look it was just for me as an Aboriginal person, it's a song that I've loved. Um Shane Howard's a legend of Aussie music. Yes. He's one of the most amazing songwriters of all time. And for us as Aboriginal people, for my elders particularly, when they turned the radio on in nineteen eighty two and they heard a song with Didgeridoo with Yadaki playing on it yep. and heard a song about our people and our issues that was the first time that had ever happened in the history of this country on commercial mainstream radio, you know. Mm. And so 
apart from the fact that it's a cranking rock song, I've just loved it. Um, and I've always sang it live, and it's an opportunity for me to play didgeridoo and guitar together at the same time. I don't know if you've seen that on YouTube, but it's actually quite impressive. <laughs> yes. Check that out. <laughs> but, if you um, do say so yourself. You know, I just, I, yeah, look, just pump myself up there. Cause, Fair you know, enough. You no one else will. But, uh, no, exactly. Especially, yeah, especially uh, my mates. I just tell them I'm, I'm, I'm a knob. But, um, but, yeah, no, I want to do a version of it, you know, but I think if you're going to sing someone else's song, you got to be careful, right? Because music is our memories, right? It's, it's the soundtrack to our life. Mm. So if you go messing with someone's memories, that's when your Twitter just blows up with hate. <laughs> um, so the, the the best way to not mess with someone's memories is have the guy who wrote and sang the song involved <laughs> in it. Um, and and it's so brilliant yeah, too. And um, and it's great to have the theme that was back in what 1982, I think you said, brought mm. forward to today. Yes. And it's still about bridging that gap. Yes. So um, fantastic. It is 100%, yeah. For you, you're a Yorta Yorta man and uh, you'll be back in Australia. Mm. You, you're ironically going to London this week and it's Australia Day week. Um, but what will you be doing yeah. on Australia Day? What, what, how do you see the day for you personally, not not how everybody else sort of should be, but how do, yeah. what, what do you do on Australia well, Day? Uh, for me, look, I'll be honest with you. It's, and, and again, it's not about us versus them. But for me, the reality is that January the 26th, well, A, it's not actually Australia Day. So we never became Australia till January the 1st, 1901, when Federation occurred. January the 26th is actually the day that Captain Cook got off the ship and, and made statements about if the, if the Indigenous people don't surrender, then murder them all. And, and that was the beginning of, of our ancestors being raped and murdered. Like, it's a hectic history when you look into it. And so, again, it's not about finger-pointing. It's just about going, this is a day of sorrow. Um, so I'll just be taking it very easy on that day with my family, with my wife and kids. And, um, you know, we'll just stop and think about all of our ancestors who, you know, and even going back 20, 30 years ago, our ancestors who weren't allowed to vote and, and all the hard fights that they've had. You know, I got the, the I was really fortunate recently to, to hang out with um, Uncle Phil Cracker, who played for North Melbourne, oh. Cracker Brothers. And, and he was telling me about some of the stories when they played footy only, you know, 30 years ago, they're playing in the AFL and just some of the hectic, just uh, mistreatment and, horrendous things that were said and done to them just based on their skin colour. So it has been a hard fight, um, for, especially for, for our elders and ancestors. So for me, that's a day to sit and just um, think about them and, and the enormous things that they've done for us younger fellas um, and, and just pay, pay tribute to them. And um, I'll catch up with a few cousins and family and friends. And, and, um, but it's, 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 it's sort of like a, it's a day of mourning, really, to be honest. So Australia Day hasn't always been on that 26th either. There's been, uh, it was like a war effort no. thing for uh, World War One, and there's been various dates sort of around yep. July, sometimes June. It's got, it's got, there's various mm-hmm. things you can see online that it's not always well, been on January 26th. It's only been a national holiday since the 90s. Yeah. You know, I think we love a holiday in Australia, mate. How much do we love a holiday? Especially a one holiday. when you've been back at work for a week and you go, oh, I've had enough, yep. I need a day off. But um, yeah, about changing the date, do you think that they're, mm. like, do you have in mind something else or just say, look, I just would be happy that it, that, that yeah. it's not today? Can we look at something okay, else? Okay, let me, let me say this. As far as changing the date, and again, the media and some silly politicians have tried to turn us against each other. The reality is, Rosie, right, there are certain words we don't use anymore because we know that those words upset people, right? I've got two brothers, and we used to call each other words that I cannot say in public and will not say in public anymore, but I think you've probably got a good idea what yep. those words might be, right? We don't use them anymore because we know that there might be one person in the room who overhears that word and they're offended 
and we would hate to do anything to offend them. And that's my heart. I don't want to offend people. I don't want to make people sad by saying some word that, mate, there's billions of words. I can use other words. It doesn't matter. Mm. And I reckon that Australia Day is a little bit like that, right? Like, if you know there's a whole big group of people that are genuinely hurting and it upsets them and it grieves their spirit because it's that day, because that's a day of mourning for them, we're not asking you to give anything up. Mate, let's have it the day after. Let's have it the day before. Let's have it two days later. Let's have it on May the 8th. Mate, let's have it on a day where everybody gets to have a party, give each other a cuddle, buy each other a slab of VB cans and go, (laughs) how good is this country? Because we all want to celebrate it. But right now, there's a big mob of people who go, "This, this day hurts. And we're not trying to take anything away from you, but we want you to understand that if you'd lived a thousand steps in our shoes, you'd know that that day really hurts. So if you put yourself in the shoes of the people who have lived this journey and then be really honest about it and go, if it was you, if it's your family and your history, would you still go get over it January 26th is fine? Or would you go, you know what? I'm not going to be losing anything to have it on January 27th. It's not going to cost me anything, but it's going to make a bunch of people happy. I'm not going to use that word anymore. And I think it's, it's really quite, a, quite that simple, to be honest with you. And empathy and understanding are really easy to achieve. Oh, 100%. Well, every show I do, and there's a lot of listeners, it's funny, I get stopped all the time by people, because I've been doing this school thing for over 10 years, you know, so probably a lot of people, I get stopped every week by people in their 20s going, mate, oh, you came to my school and it was oh, wow. the, the The word I leave every audience with for 10 years I have is flute. And I reckon truly, Rosie, if we all as a nation decided to show every single person we encounter 10% more flute, mate, we wouldn't be having this conversation. Now, flute is an acronym. It stands for forgiveness, love, understanding, tolerance, and empathy. Now, if every person in Australia turned around and go, I'm going to show every single person I encounter 10% more forgiveness every time they wrong me, 10% more love, random act of kindness, 10% more understanding. So instead of just judging, I'm going to try and understand what their journey's been and why they feel the way they do. Mm. 10% more tolerance, right? So tolerance is just when you forgive someone immediately without letting that build up and eat away at you. So just, you know, I know that you're in the wrong, but I'm just going to forgive you and move on. And E, empathy. How would I feel if it was me? If we all did that 10% more, we wouldn't be having this conversation. We'd be getting on with celebrating on a different day and we'd be, we'd be uh, holding hands and having a cuddle. And, yeah. yeah. Show us your flute. It'll be deadly. Show us your flute. Get your flute out, Rosie. <laughs> We've only just met. You probably can't put that away. <laughs>